you look around and it's all creepy and unnerving. And we're not just talking about the motion capture work, we're talking Monster House on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to KidFlix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and this show is not for kids, so turn this off and go through puberty in peace. My guest today, he's a comedian in Philadelphia. He's my friend and yours. It's Nate Jones. Oh, we're such good. I, all these people love me. Yeah. yeah. It, all the all the Jones stands are here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, get sometimes used I have to, to just keep them away with my hands. Yep. Well, unfortunately, you can't get a restraining order against audio. Uh, so... <laughs> Does that make sense? All right. <laughs> so, no. so we're we're talking today about like in my head, it's a heavy hitter of a movie, even though I don't think a lot of I think people would remember it if you said the name of the movie and they'd be like, oh yeah, that one. But no one is like conjuring this movie to their head. I don't think. I don't think this has been in anyone's active thoughts since two thousand eight. Definitely like, not Dan Harmon. Definitely not. That's the part. I was waiting to talk to you about. Yeah. So okay. So, oh, yeah. so we're talking uh, the two thousand something movie Monster House. Uh, it was. Uh, it was like one. It was the second big like motion capture kids movie. Yeah. So Polar Express was gross looking, and then they made it more stylized for this movie. Yeah, which was better. Better. A hundred percent. But also all of their teeth. It's like, very strange. Maggie Joan Hall's teeth in this. I was <laughs> like, what is going on with you? The fact, but all right, so there's lots we have to start yeah. with this, right? I think I think top to bottom, this should not have been made. Who? Right? Um This this theoretically, if you told me it's like, have you seen this movie starring uh the dude from Wizards of Waverly Place? Two no, children. No, 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 you no. Don't he's know. not the kid from Wizards of Waverly Place. The one he, kid is Michael Michael Muso. I thought he was from No, no he he's Wizards oh, of Waverly Place? No, he's Oliver. On Hannah Montana. That's close. That was close. All right, so it was a Disney one. You also might remember him from the Disney Channel original movie Life Is Rough, uh, where <laughs> uh, Kyle Massey's in the doghouse. <laughs> is Kay Ban- Panabaker in that? You know she is. <laughs> the star-studded cast. Of <laughs> Life is rough. How is that spelled? Uh, the way you think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a Disney Channel original movie. Uh, so, so you think this shouldn't have been made? No. Uh, or let's let's put this way. If you're sure. Like, if you got uh, Michael Musso, uh, Jake, Maggie Gyllenhaal, John Heater, um, uh, uh, Steve Buscemi, Steve Buscemi, Kevin James, Kevin Nick James, Cannon, Nick Cannon, Catherine, uh, Catherine O'Hara, O'Hara, Fred Willard, um, Kathleen guy, Turner. What? Kathleen, Kathleen Turner is the wife, the titular house. Oh, oh, and um, oh, and uh, oh, oh my God, uh, he was the, uh, the dude from My Name Is Earl. Oh, Jason Lee. Yes, Jason Lee is in this as well. This is you. And it's like it's, it starts. It's written by Dan Harmon. And it starts Dan Harmon, Rob Schraub, and then um, a third person, uh, Pamela Petler, who uh, I think she kind of like rewrote some stuff. Oh, you know what? She also uh, was hired to do a rewrite of Tim Burton's uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So that's fun. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, that is fun. Uh, but yeah, so like uh, Dan Harmon and Rob Schraub, like they had this like vague idea for a movie, like some sort of like a Spielberg-esque haunted house movie. He's clearly uh, Spielbergian. And then apparently they were rewriting the ending or they were rewriting the movie before he had finished writing it. So it just kind of became this, uh, 
uh, Frankenstein of Other, sorts. Because there's there's clearly things there where it has Dan Harmon like written plenty of all jokes over for it. mom and dad. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, and that's the thing I remembered as a kid. I just remembered being like, oh, this is kind of cool. This is neat, but I didn't like. I it love didn't the really idea. come together. No, it didn't make sense to me that much as a kid. I was like, oh, this is like fun. This is cool. It's not as like funny as I thought it was. I thought it was way funnier watching it more recently. Well, let's talk about the what. So we haven't, we, we've been talking about doing this for about a week or so. Yeah. And we keep saying to each other without saying it like, you know the line, right? There's one line in this movie. that It's I, the one line. It was in the trailer. Everybody knows it. Yeah. It's the great line. Uh, like that's that's, that's, that's the, the house's uvula. Oh, oh so, so it's, it's a, a girl, girl house. <laughs> it's the best thing, dude. That is, it was the best dumb line I've ever. And this, I remember, I remember that for years. Of, I still remember. It is such a great joke, but also like, uh, this movie was so frustrating because like, uh, the two main boys are so impulsive and stupid. <laughs> And they're like, oh, we have to bring in a prep, a prep school girl, girl. <laughs> to just like be sense. angry at them the no, whole time. True. Yeah, her whole role was to be like, all right, so uh, because we're not going to have uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal be the adult character in this. Yeah. What she she was totally set up to be just be the adult. Right. Yeah. To like be the leader there because like boyfriend died. You could have just had her do it. Boyfriend so got, instead totally they got just housed. introduced like we're going to introduce this annoying woman <laughs> to just make I I feel like annoying is very like what well, I uh, she tight like, anal but like, it's, it was like it's a very weird stereotype. What's an archetype character of just like oh babysitter that's really nice, but once the parents are gone, she's mean. Yeah, well I meant the I, but to me it was like why why did you need Jenny, right? Like you set it up. Like if it could have been like because the kid definitely is too old to have a babysitter. I don't know how old the yeah, kid is. He's DJ thirteen. Like yeah. In the description it says a couple of teenagers. So yeah, I would say thirteen. So that's like a. I was just about to repeat a John Mulaney joke, so I won't. But there's that John Mulaney joke where it's like a dog watching a horse or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's like well, no one here is qualified. Uh, she looked. She looked like I thought she was like in her twenties though. Maybe but I. Like, I didn't some, think she if, was a teenager because I think um, one she was like staying over and she had a car and she had a car and her boyfriend had like a beer bottle. And also, he had weird teeth. He had weird teeth. I mean, well, that doesn't mean anything. Also, he pushed her onto the floor, and she was like, get the fuck like, out. Uh, yeah. And normal. what? <laughs> yeah. Time out. When has that ever worked out that way? Yeah. You know you how- You get pushed to the floor, and you're uh, like, get out, and you're like, okay. If there's one thing women love, it's <laughs> negging. <Yeah. laughs> oh, man. So good. It. Uh, I do. I, I have tons of affection for it, because I think the biggest- thing there's tons of things that like are weird and don't make a lot of sense right like one how did she become the monster house what no it's, just... it's very clear how she became the monster how, how candace is that the the yeah and constance and how they also grew up in the middle of the desert <laughs> yes yeah, when so, they were well, this building was, this was house. before the suburbs started this was, this was in the 40s yes so so it's a like, tale it's a tale as old as time. Um a skinny demolitions expert goes to a carnival, carnival freak show. And <laughs> and he he hooks up a lady in a cage and drives away with her. Well no, he does say, Do you wanna leave with me? And she goes, We like I I like so you could talk about how the the 
the female <laughs> characters in this movie like don't have a lot to work with. The the Constance, who like you would think, okay, she's the embodiment of her soul is trapped in this house and she's haunting it. There must be all this stuff to her, and you kind of get hints at it that it's like, oh, she was kind of bullied her her whole life like, for her size, and people would not leave her alone. Yeah, and especially then, kids, which like yeah, right, yeah, that makes. And sense. then she, so she died by like these kids on Halloween, like throwing eggs and stuff at her, and then she fell into like the construction zone of their soon-to-be house, house, and then she got covered in cement. cement. So there's something I've... there, but there needed to be more because uh, Steve Buscemi's character is like, I've been trapped here for, for 40, 45. 45 years. And it's like, I think we're jumping ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's that's the 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 first big thing about these kids egging this lady to death, <laughs> sure. which is very I feel like that's a fair description is it goes back to like before the suburbs. Right. They were that house was just in the middle of the desert. Right. Yeah. The middle of the desert, and there were f- three bushes, and and two one kids, kid per bush. Two kids per bu- two kids, and they just started egging this lady from the. She was in the second floor of the house, and she came downstairs, and then wanted to again murder these children. Yeah, she grabbed an axe. It was full intention, and couple, where did these children come from? There were no roads. There was no other houses. Maybe there's like a train nearby. So my big thing is. Those kids des- deserved it. Yeah, those kids in deserved to, to get murdered. And like, the, like I could. And I don't. Yeah, blame there, her. There's almost a case for like all of this happening. Like if we if we heard Constance say more than just like than <clears> just like <throat> yeah, then grunt and yell a handful of times. And if the movie didn't like make jokes out of her being fat, then like it was weird. I didn't think. They made jokes out of her being it would, fat, though. It would, but like you didn't, I, you don't see like a side of her where she's like, "Wow!" Like I, you see briefly that like, "Wow!" I'm, I feel humiliated, but like, she just keeps trying to murder, murder people. These people, and it's like it's hard, especially for and also this is a movie for kids, so it's like you need things to be crystal clear, and yeah. like you see her be sad for a second, and then the movie implies that like, oh man, she just couldn't control her temper she died and then steve buscemi is trapped Trapped. i why did but also like this but how did he get away with leaving a corpse at the bottom of that house it was the 1940s and they were in the middle of the (laughs) desert yeah yeah yeah. that's how it is there's so many things yeah oh by the way this takes it takes place in in wisconsin does it yeah oh (laughs) oh okay sure which is like another like Nothing here makes sense. Like none of this this doesn't add up in any of the ways I would like it to, but it does add up in all the ways where I'm like, I, I still thoroughly this is great. Like this was a wonderful experience for me. And I think it's now time we talk about my two new favorite characters. Okay, let's talk about the, who are your two favorite characters? Uh, Fred now? Willard and Catherine O'Hara. Yep, okay. So Fred Willard and Catherine O'Hara play DJ's uh parents. They you see them for three minutes at the beginning and one minute at, at the, the end. end. Yep. Um yeah, so Catherine And murderers the whole time. Like they are spewing jokes. 
None. I wouldn't be surprised Stop. if it was like, oh, they're just gonna they're just gonna kind of riff. Like they'll give the two three lines that they need to, but then like they're in the car and they're just like, kind of playing around with each other. He's like, I'm not gonna say I love, love you to you my kid. kid. I thought that was so funny. It's like, uh, DJ, we both love you. That includes your like the effect. He was like, we both love you. That includes your father. Is the funniest. Yeah. Thing. Also, is and then he backs into a kid and he's like, oh, what's this idiot? Well, you would be happy if he was under the car right now. I was like, this is. This is the funniest I've ever seen Fred Willard. <laughs> oh, I, I've been a huge fan of Fred Willard like my whole life, which is a weird thing to say because I'm <laughs> I'm a young man. Yeah. But like, <laughs> uh, who are some of your posters on your wall? It's like, well, I had this Fred Willard. I had, well, I had uh, all the hits of Fred Willard. <laughs> I had uh, uh, Waiting for Guffman. I had uh, Epic Movie. All the Fred <laughs> Willard. Epic Movie? I, I made my dad take me to see that in theaters. Was that... That's the one there where it so many, starts. There was like that string. Of oh, those. I know. It started Terrible. off as like uh, a parody of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and then it just evolved into just like Narnia. Yep. Yeah. That was that yeah, was yeah, yeah. that was one. Those were bad. <coughs> those were those things, like that. Um, where if if it wasn't funny, it was just going to be like horny. Like I thought comedy. For, yeah, that's hundred percent. Yeah, it was. like I I thought comedy for the first ten years of my life was just uh, people trying to have sex. <laughs> like I, ju- it was just that. Cause yeah, I, we grew up in like the uh, a bad war, time, time of comedy. Oh, for sure. Like, well, that's how I'm like. And then like when I started realizing, oh, like comedy can be funny. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> like, oh, it's not just like oh, this person has like a like coughed up a hairball because they're like near a hairy guy's yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also like. The the. All right, let's put it this way, right? Sure. Like, comedy before any any time that's right now sucks, right? Like comedy before every moment. Yeah, comedy sucks. in retrospect always, always is sucks, terrible, right? So we grew up in a terrible time for comedy, and then I would watch like movies that I've seen like parodied or like referenced or like that style. It's because it comes played out, right? Like a joke style, or I guess it, it just yeah. becomes in like a mainstream format. So by that time you watch like these movies that made like my parents laugh and I'm like, this is garbage. Like I've seen like a Rugrats parody of this already. Like there's nothing like I've seen. Yeah. I've seen the Rugrats take on I've Animal s- House. Like I, I don't still, need this. Like, I've still never seen Jaws, but I've seen eight trillion truly, yeah. parodies. of Jaws. You don't need to. You know everything you need to know. There's a girl who gets eaten at the beginning. There's a the boat that donut sound yeah, song. Yeah, there's a boat that's too small. There's a fish that eats people, and no one believes it enough for three more movies. Yeah, like that's all. No one believes you that know, there's the shark out here for three more movies. I've been on. I've been on the ride uh, at Universal Studios. I have. I've been on the, so I, I've I seen had nightmares. I, I had literal nightmares about that ride. Really? I was a swimmer. Right. Oh, so I was a young swimmer. See, I was indoorsy. Uh huh. So like, I remember I went. We went to it. So my dad was the vice principal of my high school, but before that, rough, dude. That I, that's like one of those things. Like I don't talk about enough because I feel like <laughs> it feels like it's one of those things where it explains me a whole lot more. Like you don't need too many more details, but you just like sit for a moment, and be like, oh, this guy. You look like dad. you pick fights with the vice principal. <laughs> <laughs> I was the exact opposite. I was nervous. Aw. I was, I was, I remember one time, this is a funny, I got suspended because a kid punched me in the face, right? Checks out. Yeah, right. So we're, we're in the uh, cafeteria and we're having a rough day. I think like someone just died. <laughs> like, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, someone died. And, um, uh, I, was, I was like consoling someone that was crying and this dude had like a laser pointer kept pointing it from a different part of the cat like right oh, at my face. The worst. 
right at my face. And I was like, there's not. like a ban on vapes. There should be a ban on like, like laser pointers for people under the age of 21. I don't. I don't know. I does like any does a single like, person need a laser way. pointer? I feel like you need a gun. It's like why? Tell me why you need this in written form, and then maybe we'll give it to you. And you only get certain types. Like, Do you want to hear the dorkiest like comedy nerd thing? Okay. When I was when I was a kid, um, I had a laser pointer, and I would like do like quick circles because I liked and that would it take looked slow photos. Would you do yeah, that? Well, I did that, <laughs> but I li- I like doing that in the ceiling because it looked like the circles on the be- in the Arrested Development intro. You know, when they're just like, it's a rest of the boat, and they just keep yeah, circling yeah, 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 yeah. stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's what it looks like. And I like that. So this kid's, so he points the, the laser pointer at me. Yeah. And this is like the first time I've ever been brave in my life. So I go up to him and I, I don't know what takes me. So I just go up and I like grab him by the shirt collar. And then uh turns out I found that this kid was a boxer. Oh, shit. I had no idea. So I grab him. He like, he like not even thinking, just like leans back and then pops right in the face right? oh shit right in my eye and it's like it 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 was the only time it sounded like a movie you know what i mean how other yeah. times it's like it's like muted it my face popped in the middle of the cafeteria oh and the reason i didn't hit him back was because i was like you're oh. a lover not a fighter no 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 i was like oh maybe nobody saw that and it was like the middle of the cafeteria <laughs> and with like the loudest noise that ever was made so everyone just saw me get hit in the face be like huh and then walk away. <laughs> that was a good effort. No, but then my daddy, he had to pull me in the office and he was like, he like yelled at me and then he closed the door so no one else could hear and he was like, why didn't you punch that fucker? Like, what are you, what, are what you is doing? wrong with you? Like, why didn't you hit that kid? <laughs> I was like, I don't, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> I've never been in a fight. I like, I do a lot of like fantasy fights in my head. Like if I'm at the gym and I'm like, I want somebody to just like, call me a fag or something <laughs> like i am i'm so i'm so ready to get into a fight like I, it's it's one of those i i don't know if that's like a dude thing or what is that it has I have to no, be like a masculine it's gotta be because i think it's like i yeah it's like that thing of like i have something to prove, prove yeah and like i don't want i don't, I don't wanna, really want to fight i don't i don't like i want I, I just want like somebody to wrong me in a way that everybody's like oh we're totally on your side. Go for it. Have, yeah. a, have a fun time. I want. I want to. Because here's the reason. This is my reason. It's yeah. Like, I want to be so justifiably right that even if I get my ass kicked, people will still feel bad for me. Well, I mean, if you usually if you get your, get your ass, ass kicked, kicked, but what if I'm wrong? No one's uh, gonna feel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even yeah. if it's like a gray area. Like I want to be so right. Like I want someone to call me a fag so I can do that. I like, just like I'm like, don't you hate crime me, dude? This is for I'm an ally. <laughs> like, totally. That's that'd be great if you got. If, do you get like an ally card if you get into a fight with a homophobe? Uh, you, yeah, there, I'll give there, you one. Okay, can we get it like laminated? And of course. Well, we're at my office right now, so we can do whatever that we want. That would be so funny. Let's do it. Can we get an uh, official ally card? <laughs> Um, what there, there's so much to talk about in the, with this movie. Um, also, uh, so our, our favorite line of, uh, it's a uvula. Yeah, oh, so course. it's a girl house. Um, right afterwards. So Penny or Jenny is like, yeah, it's, it's not a boy girl thing. Everybody has a, uh, a, like a uvula for like, like their gag reflex. And Chowder goes, I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't, which I thought you was... also wrote that down. of like, oh, Chowder just admitted that he <laughs> doesn't have a have gag, gag reflex. reflex. It, well, and that's like, is that like a fat thing? Is that like a yeah. gay I, thing? I will is say, like I'm a... happy that there aren't really that many like fat jokes. There aren't any like inherent fat jokes. Like no. there are, Nobody's been like, hey, you're fat. But like for both Constance and Chowder, 
like it's kind of just like oh they're all pick they're all people definitely on. yeah i think that's but to me that's what feels so dan Harmon about it is like all of the jokes and when they make fun of people are very like sm- they're i want to say smarter they're like they're just not they're they're this not easy one, this one is why i texted my brother it because it blew me away so when uh dj and chowder they so Jenny, they meet Jenny because she's going door to door selling candy for Halloween, which mm-hmm. smart. Uh, and so, yeah. So she goes to. Is this like a Friday? Are we like making this clear? Like, what days of the week? Is this like a Friday, Saturday thing? I have no clue. It's fucking Halloween, but maybe it's a Saturday because like a uh, uh, DJ's parents went away for like a long weekend, yeah. and like if she's walking around during the day, day. it's got to be a be weekend. Like, yeah, of course. But so she goes to go to the monster house and ring the bell, and like if she does that, the house is going to eat her. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, they're like trying to be like, "Hey, don't do it." And she turns to them and goes, "Are you oh, two? Oh my yes." She goes, "Are you, Are two, you two mentally, mentally challenged? challenged? If so, I'm certified to, to teach, teach you, you baseball. baseball." That was the sickest. Oh, that was so. I was just mean. like, I was like, I saw that. I was like, I it like was so cruel. It was so cruel. I couldn't help but just laugh. So I was just like, hard. That is. That is a PG. That's the most PG, PG part of this movie. Yeah. It's just like, Jesus Christ. Well, there's like certain things where you see enough movies or they're just a part of the zeitgeist enough where you feel like you just kind of get it, you know? Sure. Like, have you ever watched a show and you're like, oh, like it's not, it's not even like a bad show. It could be something that's pretty good. But, but you're just like, like, I, don't like, really like I, I know where this is going to end up. Like, all right, I get it. Yeah, like a, lo- a lot of times when people are like, you got to watch this Netflix show. And then I'm I watch like, 10 minutes. And I'm, I'm like, like, I don't care. Oh, yeah, I got it. Oh, wasn't that a great day whenever when they when Netflix started releasing too many things and people were like, oh, we're just not going to watch, watch all, these. all this. The day they decided to be like, we're going to at least a hundred stand up specials from, by the way, international comedians. It's like, who do you think, who's this for? Like what? I love, I love French like, comedians. Yeah. Or it's like, Oh, I can't wait to not understand any of these cultural references. And I guess it's, I guess it's, I mean, clear it's for the people in those countries. Right. Yeah. And then you're going to, you're going to release lump it, it together. Cause with, it's not that's like people in the U S are going to be like, let's watch a Portuguese stand up. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Or it's like, or, or who's ready? Like, I can't wait to marry marathon all these 15 minute yeah. sets like actually i did that on a date once because he was like oh you like comedy so uh we these just came out and we watched like five of them yeah they were fine um how was that date it was fine he made me a veggie burger i don't i wouldn't know how to <laughs> interpret that like it was a good veggie burger yeah but just but like veggie you want to have a veggie burger to watch people who are better at your dream than you like well, it was i had, like this was did you when, tell him you did stand up um, yeah, I think that was on my profile for a while. And right before I met my current boyfriend, I took that off of my profile. Yeah. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want somebody being like, Oh, like I should come see you or something like that. Yeah. Cause I want, uh, I was on hinge very briefly and, uh, this guy and I were talking and he was like, uh, Oh, uh, like I'm actually in the area and like, you're in an improv show. I'll come see you. And I was like, N- I kept trying to be like, no, no, no. Like, Please, oh, like, don't no. worry about it. Like, I'm only on stage for like ten minutes, oh, and like, no. we will like, like we'll go to. Is that like the first time too? Is it was. Like, it was oh, our that's first meeting. So he, awful. He also. That's awful. So friend of the podcast, Michael Kelly, was doing stand up, <laughs> and he like he didn't. The guy didn't heckle, but it was like like Michael asked like a hypothetical question, 
uh, or something or, or a metaphorical question and just like for like a bit yeah and okay. the guy like kind of responded loudly <laughs> and it was just like this moment of like oh no <laughs> And then he and then he made me feel self-conscious about wanting to walk back to my apartment which was is barely a mile from yeah. where we were. So then I took like a li- like a $9 lift. Oh, so the things I will do to avoid somebody thinking <laughs> yeah. weirdly about me. That that I I used to the only kind of I've had I've had women I've like dated or like seen a couple to come to like even worse, like even worse than a show is they've came to to free house they've came to like an, an open the mic the open mic Actually, and ran so that's where that's you rough. have to be like hosting you can't even talk to them because i'm like hosting the whole time yeah and you have to be like okay let me listen to their set for 30 like, seconds like, so i can like see what i'm gonna rip, rip off and then them. even then it's not like i'm good at it you know it's not like by the way it's like i'm up there murdering this open <laughs> mic it's still like painful what i was i was uh uh going on a date and uh the guy lived near uh, a venue that I sometimes would go to for mm-hmm. an open mic. So I'm like, okay, we'll grab a drink or something. And that'll be like the, oh, and I got to go at this time because I want to do this thing. Oh. And he kept trying to be like, oh, like, I'll come see you. Like, that, that'll be fun. Like, I'll come watch. And I tried to explain, like, that's not really how open mics work. And he said, no, no, it'll be fun. And I went in oh, my God. and then saw that the list was, like, pretty full. And I was like, thank God. So I left and said, like, oh, yeah, it's too long. So uh, maybe yeah, another time. time yeah. And there was never another time. time, dude. There's <laughs> so here's a tip if you're listening to this and you uh go on a date with somebody that does comedy like don't it's, bring it's it nice up <laughs> don't bring just don't bring it up like, right it's it's nice to be supportive or be like oh like tell me to like tell me about your style or like who like what are some recommendations that's fine but before you get to know the person don't be like i gotta see you i think that's see i feel like we have different experiences okay let's go for it i think that's 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 a guy thing is not it's not even like they want to see you do comedy is they just want to like be there around you so that because like seeing you in your element. No, 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 no. Cause they always want to know what you're doing after that's all. It's just whatever's after this. It's like, Oh, this is what I have to sit through to get to the part I care about. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to this open mic. Like, of course, like that has never been. So I, like I, um, maybe I could, that could be a totally like everybody that I've ever dated. Um, when it comes to me performing, I'm always like, uh, like you can't you you're welcome to come to any of the shows I like I post when I do a show yeah. but it's like I will tell you when I'm like oh this is a good show, show. like I think you will enjoy because I'm so self-conscious of like I'm so happy that you want to see me and support me but it's like I don't want you to like sit through the rest of the show because you're and like just don't, I don't want you to do an experience you know, a stand-up comedy show like I've, I you well, and it's, I have it's, both it's, done shows yeah. where it's like oh it's like a it's in the suburbs or like in this weird bar on like an off night and like, yeah it'll, it's not it'll be fun but like it's not going to be like a great show it's it's only fun welcome to talking comedy I we haven't had an episode like this in a while really where we just talk about comedy for 15 minutes well it's nice because I how often do you get to really do it too oh tell me about it all the time because yeah. all we do is hang out with but well because I, I think what makes it worse when it's that situation is it's it's because at that point not only are you worrying about you have to worry about entertaining another person right yeah whereas if and like you're focused on like is that person enjoying it rather than like okay how is this going because if general? there's a whole crowd of people enjoying it or it's like a good show you don't care because it's like this is a great show right of course they're gonna be yeah enjoying this thing and there's other things to enjoy Joy. besides just me yeah 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 whereas if then it's like if it's like a 15 20 person show you get off stage that's, that's- 
hell. Yeah. Because you can't, because you one, because you all, all you want to do is talk to other comics right after that. You want to be like, how was that? How'd that go? Did you hear that new tag? Or like the exact opposite where you just want to like not talk to anybody because you want to just sit and think about what you just did. Yeah, you want to go in the bathroom, splash your face with water, water, water and be yeah. like, oh, no one's making me do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the, the the same thing. It's like literally after like a murder. Like it's going off their stage because it's like, oh, what did I do? Like you like, have I done anything crazy? Did I do anything crazy, stupid? Like did I, did yeah. I leave a trail? Are people going to find me after this? I hope not. Like that's... But like, you know what? Bring it back to Monster House. It's like with... Uh, how how do any of these men in the movie have any sort of love interest? <laughs> They're all very even like even, Fred Willard can get it in that movie. Yeah, he was pretty cute in that animated movie. And you know what? His voice is so fun. Did you know they killed off his character on Modern Family? I didn't know he was. I don't. I'm really bad at, at this. Oh, I haven't watched Modern Family in seven years. But it's just like I saw that on the I AV Club. <laughs> Wait, who was he on Modern Family? He was Phil's dad, Ty Burrell's dad. Oh. Which, like, that works. Yeah. But yeah, he he just, like, died off screen on the show. <laughs> it was really awkward. Uh, <laughs> but he's killing it. But, like, uh, I, 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 can't, I couldn't help but looking at this movie through Jenny and being like, there, she yeah. has to deal with so much. So, like, um, Chowder is weird to her like he's just like yeah you're you're cool i guess and like can i have the big uh water gun gun. and she's like are you serious Serious? right now uh and then like she also has to interact with john Hader uh as this like pizza delivery guy and he is like so gross well i i was gonna say that he was hilarious i'll say it i i i I like john Hader, and i wish that he was like he doesn't around. have to be a huge star, but I wish that he was still like. I don't know what he does. I think he does like maybe a more like voiceover work like this, but like he he's I think he's comfortable. I hope so. You know who he reminds me of? Who? He has like a very Dirk Nowitzki vibe to him. I do not know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to. He's a basketball player from the Dallas Mavericks. Oh yeah, you lost me. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I know about the Dallas Mavericks is Shark Mark Cuban owning them. <laughs> And that's all I need to know. But look, I'm looking at his I am uh, his Wikipedia. Like okay, he's okay. he's been steadily working. He does do a lot of uh, voiceover stuff. Like uh, he's doing great. He was in a movie last year called Swedish Dicks. Or sorry, it's a web series. Oh, but uh, he's also d- not as good as we thought. Yeah, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, got John Heater. If you're out there, <laughs> John Heater. Do you think if you say his name enough times, he'll like listen to the episode? He's sure. like, someone's paying attention to me. You know what? I'll say this: if John Heater is somehow for some reason listening to this. I think that the Napoleon Dynamite animated show was legit good. Really? It was good. It lasted six episodes, which annoyed... Really? But I knew, because I knew it lasted six episodes. I didn't think it was going to be... If you watch it, you're like, oh, this makes sense. Because it is like, it ta- instead of being like a very like dry, kind of like quiet thing, it's it's kind of like American Dad in a way. Like, But still these like cartoonish characters, but they're living now in like a cartoonish world. Yeah. And I thought it was very good. Yeah. That makes sense. My friend told me after the fact, because I made him watch two episodes, he was like, yeah, that was not a good show. I like, no. <laughs> I liked it. Is that, what, what's been your, I wouldn't say guilty pleasure, but like thing that you'll throw, that you wish people liked more as much oh, as you God. did? Oh, God. So much. I mean, well, you know, I'm a huge Muppets fan. I, but people love the Muppets. And I think, but like, there's, I don't, there's nothing really legitimately oh, bad okay. about the Muppets. You know what, you know what I mean? Like okay. something that's like legit. I have it. Okay. So Guilty Pleasure, it was a uh, a reality show that uh, existed from the uh, in the late two uh, thousands called uh, Solitary, 
which was a game a, a game show okay. reality show where nine people voluntarily went into solitary confinement and essentially oh got God. tortured oh like it was like they had to do different like games and challenges oh and you, they just had to oh they just God. had to reach the, go to their limits oh, that's so funny Oh, it was... That's, that's so funny. It's, that's a horrible. Honestly, I will show you a clip right when we finish recording. Oh, yeah, and yeah. if you are not, like, at least intrigued, I'll I'll be surprised. But it is... I loved it so much. I'm sure if I watched it now, I'd be like, this is so fucked, but yeah. I loved it. What about you? Um, I have... There's nothing... I, 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 really I only like popular stuff. cool stuff. I, uh, let's put it this way. <laughs> no one's ever hated me before. And <laughs> no one's ever hated my taste or thought it was bad. Uh, there's a couple things. Like... Like a guilty pleasure is probably a lot of broy stuff. Like I have a secret passion for like really dumb bro humor. If I it's can done see it. It's well. c- like I'm seeing I'm seeing a, a comedian by myself tomorrow, and I love him. But I'm just like, I know that like I've tried to show him to different people, and they're like, "Oh, this is okay. He's fine," and it bothers me so much. I'm I'm seeing uh, so I'm seeing Stephen Lynch tomorrow, the musical oh, comedian. Yeah, I love, yeah. He's so great. I think he's really clever, but I think people are like, he's he's just does comedy songs yeah but whatever i'll be having fun standing up at the tla yeah yeah i i'm for me like i have i have like yeah guilty guilty pleasures where it's like i really like the show the league right like that where it was that mm, yeah, fantasy football the, and i think one, it's like i didn't want i think it's legitimately funny but it's one of those things i'm like Ooh, I, I think it's like I, it definitely i'm sure parts of it haven't aged it well like uh, uh steve ran is easy in general yeah but uh like i i think i was in the same boat of like i don't get why people would watch this show and then my brother told me oh it's not really about football, football. whatsoever no, it's about these assholes and i was like great i can do that yeah. i love paul Shearer. yeah but i mean that's how i got into all of those Guys, Com- guys, right? Like I didn't know John Lajoie. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Nick Kroll, Nick Kroll, Jason uh, Manzukas, Jason Manzukas, Paul Shears, uh, Steve Renazizi. Uh, who else was on that? The two oh, women oh, the, 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 were great. Um, yeah, I and cannot... the 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 brothers. The oh, the Scalar brothers. No, no, Paul. No, the Dun Paul Dunlas, Dun Dunlas, du- oh, Duplass, Duplass, the Duplass brothers. Yeah. So one of them was in there. Good for him. No, that was, but that's, but to me, I was like, in, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, this show is good. Yeah, real good. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, I don't want people knowing I like this bro football, which is so weird to me because, like, that would have totally just made me fit in more if I just, like, did more bro cool stuff. But the, a show that I lo- I watched that is legitimately bad, right? It has to be, like, legit bad. Was, yeah. Was that The Cape? Do you remember oh, this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was NBC. It was like. Well, that's a, that's a great push back then to monster house yeah uh, dan Harmon, i think is obsessed with it the cape really he he referenced it a lot on uh community and i think it was partially like a oh like this ironic thing of like oh the show lasted for not a long time no. it was like something different for once yeah well what i liked but to me it, it hit all for me it was like it was very like i didn't think i, I, I don't think it was good but I was in high school and I was like, this hits all like these nice, cool, like whimsical visuals for me. And it's about like a superhero going to be a superhero with a fucking cape. Like I, I couldn't tell you anything about that show right now. I couldn't tell you a single thing. No, I have no clue. Other than like, I really liked it and my parents hated it. Like hated it. But when a parent hates a show that you love, you're just like, oh, I'm going to watch it even more. more. Like that was the deal with Solitary. Yeah. They were, my parents were like, what are you watching? I was like, oh, it's yeah. cool. It's cool. And it just, it makes you so upset when your parents are right where you're like, ah, damn it, this show does suck. Like, I don't want to I'm going to rewatch Solitary and if, I hope, <laughs> I hope that it's, 
as good or just like as dumb and crazy as I remember. But that's that's all I want. Yeah, I mean, it's all the other thing is too is like all those like um, like I've watched a couple episodes of like South Beach Toe when I'm like, (laughs) oh my god, dude, True TV. Oh, True TV (laughs) has some of the best trash someone forced me to watch like a uh, an impractical jokers marathon with them and we are not friends anymore <laughs> okay there's that show's funny i, I i'll, I'll I, take i like those things are kind of famously cool, <laughs> famously i like really get uncomfortable with pranks uh especially, especially when they rope in strangers like if they're just shitting on each other fine but yeah. like when they're just like doing stuff in public and they're like could, uh I could, i'm sucking on my thumb could you bring me to my mommy and it's like murph you're 35 like and you're just bothering this woman it's i don't know man like prank I, I only like pranks when i feel like it's it's gen i don't know i don't wanna say genuinely funny because duh that doesn't but make it's like sense. when it's clever and it's uh, uh like or if it's like, oh, this is pranking somebody that is terrible. Like, punk, yeah. punk I could get behind because I was like, oh, like, the celebrities are like, you know, they're acting crazy and like, that's whatever. Yeah. And there's and there's about, thought to it. Yeah. I I always think about, um, I never watch it, but I always think about that Zach Braff thing. What? Where he like. Oh, oh, where he, where he like beat up. Out. <laughs> like beat up like a third, some guy. With he threatened him. to beat up a kid uh, because. And it was like, I was in on. <laughs> it was like, no, you were not, dude. <laughs> No, you were not. Uh, man. Oh, but once he saw his friend Donald Faze on, <laughs> then everything was okay. <laughs> Wasn't, uh, I think it was like BJ Novak and Dak Shepard were both cast members on punk if I remember. Dak Shepard sounds right. BJ, I mean, that both sounds right. Like, because BJ Novak, I never know what he does. <laughs> he just shows up at places. Yeah, and Dak Shepard, I'm like, every time I see Dak Shepard, I'm like, oh, hey, it's Dak Shepard. Shepard, yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> what was I? Uh I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> want to keep talking about Monster House? Yeah, so <laughs> Monster House. Because Dak um, Shepard really, really... So, also, we, we haven't... So, how this movie happens is, like, so, the there's, like, this, this house that... Like, it's based on that fear as a kid where it's, like, there's the one scary house in the neighborhood... Um, and like, it's like, oh, if a toy ends up on the lawn, then it's like, it you never get, get it, it back. back. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, uh, DJ tries to get back, uh, uh, Chowder's basketball, basketball. and, uh, he has an encounter with uh, the old man, Mr. Nebercracker, played by Steve Buscemi. Great. Yeah, he did a great job. And so he has the old man has a heart attack and presumably dies. And so they're <laughs> Which like, we never got out of that either at the end. No, right? they did. So so the we ambulance they gotta... delivers him home, which weird. Weird. Um, and he he's still wearing the hospital gown. after it hits a kid and no one yeah. gets out of the car. Um, and he al- boy, and he also has a an, a sling, an arm sling, but they are impeding on his property, so he's justified. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, so then they try to kill the house by like do, like, uh, uh, taking out the furnace, which is they think is the heart. Yeah. Uh, and there's also this weird underlying story of like Chowder being scared of his dad that they never really talk about at all. Um, Chowder has a lot of Chowder's dad runs a drugstore and, and his Chowder mom- steals. A bag filled with cold medicine. No, no, it's much worse. He takes the cape that's tied around his neck, and he <laughs> makes like uh uh like one of the um like the OG train hopping like knapsack with a stick yeah, just on the front like a bun yeah bit like a bindle out of yeah. it. Which they also they we skipped over another great joke. Okay, where he was like. Uh, what are your? Are you home by yourself? Like where are your parents? Like my dad's at the pharmacy and my mom's seen a movie with her personal trainer. I was like, <laughs> yes, dude. that's good. Ah, adultery. 
Adultery yeah. is always funny when it comes from the mouths of youths. Yeah, and it's and it's fun when they don't get it. Like, cause it's all you see it once in a while where it's like mom's with her new friend Gary. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. shut up. But if yeah. it's like they're just like yeah, yeah, my dad's at work and my mom's doing a thing with a guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, and like, uh, yeah. So th- this whole movie. Uh, I nothing really happens though. Like no, now and that that's now that we're trying to talk about it, like because it's just I, filled with like interesting jokes and visuals, but there's nothing crazy. Yeah. So, uh, so that kind of brings us to a segment that we haven't done in a while, uh, called "Talk to Your Kids." Teach your children well. Their father's hell did slowly go by. So basically, like I've been trying to figure out what the lesson in this movie is. Mm -hmm. And so there's this website called Common Sense Media where uh, every single movie that you can think of, they have like parent uh, parent reviews as well as discussion questions that you can talk about with your child. So uh, like when adults in their lives brush off their concerns about the house, is it okay for them to figure out a solution on their own that puts them in danger? And another question, where were the adults anyway? What should they have done differently to help the kids through this situation? So, like, there isn't, there isn't a clear message or lesson in this movie. No. But, like, those questions kind of dig at the, the issues of, like... Of every movie by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, in a general... Yeah, there's no moral to it, right? There's no, like... Because even... Because you don't even feel a way for Steve Buscemi at the end. Right, you almost feel. I think like it's, his it character was so is, the, close. Hit, is the clearest. Like, okay, I think they had a plan with him before. Like, the script got completely redone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the the message kind of. I thought it was like them trying to talk about like escaping your past and like working over people's expectations of you. Cause you see that a lot of movies where it's like, oh, the mean old man is actually nice, like in yeah. Home Alone or or, uh, or the Sandlot. Yes, exactly, and I think. They, they were kind of trying to go for something like that, that but then yeah. it became this weird supernatural thing rather than like, oh, his past, like his past was literally haunting him, but like then it became this weird chase of like a giant house chasing little children, children into throughout. a ravine. By the way, uh, the where it said, that first ravine, it just said, we drained the lake. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was a good joke. But if they fall him into there and, and it just, it may, confuses me more because it's like, where was that lake when the when you were building this house and it was like a desert? There's it's tons of continuity things I just don't understand. Yeah. But I I the 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 thing with that lesson is is the I'm free. He, he's saying like he's free because I mean marriage. Am I right? Like, that's what I'm saying. It was like what what was the were you you did you love her? Did you hate this whole thing? Because if you hated this whole thing, it's like yeah, why he, did you wait forty five years? And what's trapping? Like I don't none of this. Like what? what so I think he was he clearly loved her, but and I could see how like maybe there was some super, supernatural force where it's like oh if he left like he feared that like the house did what it did at the end of the movie and would come to life and like ravage the neighborhood but or but something. But that's like to me that's not even like your wife still. That's an evil house that eats children. Well, I mean, that you see that in a lot, like zombie movies or something, where it's like, look, that is not your 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 wife anymore. That's not your your. But kid. at least it looked like his zombies. They look like his wife. Well, maybe yeah. this house looks like the one. Two story wife. Yeah, two story wife. That's how she earned that second thee, baby. She she's thick. But yeah, and I think the biggest thing to really come out of this movie. 
besides the great uvula line is there's this story so dan Harmon uh co-wrote this movie as we've been saying and mm-hmm. he uh it, there was there were rewrites that happened like the the studio kind of went around him and all this stuff to kind of make it a different movie uh and so this woman uh wrote uh this woman kelly oxford she wrote about an interaction that she had with dan Harmon. so her daughter was having nightmares after seeing monster house which mm-hmm. watching this i was like i see it i it's, understand it's why scary visually it is yeah. very scary visually um and so dan Harmon sent this really sweet letter um uh and i'm just gonna read most of it because i think it's it's really nice yeah. so he said your mom told me about monster house scaring you it sounds like one of the things that upset you is the fact that the house kept wanting to hurt people even after nobody wanted to hurt it anymore mm-hmm. i'll tell you a secret that sounds so silly you might not believe it but it's true I never finished writing Monster House before my bosses turned it into a movie. And then different writers changed the story in lots of ways. And the movie that you saw was not the story I wanted to tell you. Wow. I think a good story, even if it's sad or scary while you're watching it, should always make you a little less scared after you've seen it. And that didn't happen in Monster House. Why, after they escaped the house, did that old man tell them another scary story about a mean fat lady that didn't make very much sense either? (laughs) And then, he reco- <laughs> and then he recommended that the kid go see Wally because he heard that that was a good, good movie. Good movie? That's so... But yeah, it's, a- it's... It's like when you see um, the the Ant-Mans and you're like, oh, yeah, Edgar Wright definitely touched this. Yeah. You know, where it's like, there's definitely things with Harmon here where he plays with, you could see like the character, like all like the, the setup was so Dan Harmon. And you could even tell like, up into a certain point because the jokes were so clearly good or so, so clearly written that he he was that. I can't believe so. The, the movie uh, clocked in at like an hour and 23 minutes. So that means that like... It's a pretty... It's kind of short for, uh, a, for a movie about on par for some kids' movies. But like, yeah. I think they probably... About the time when they got out of the house and the old man got back to the house, that's kind of where Dan Harmon stopped because... The the studio was like, okay, we we have well, we got it from idea. here, yeah. And uh, the ending is kind of weird and rushed. And I think yeah. like if he had the time, and I tried to Google, he hasn't really said what his idea was for the rest of the movie. Yeah, he might have talked about it on Harmon Town, but I've heard that that podcast is really long and kind of insufferable sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so I didn't that's, listen yeah. to it. But uh, uh, yeah, it and I'll say what you will about Dan Harmon, but like he he is very thoughtful when it comes to story writing. Yeah, do people have issues with him? He's just kind of an asshole. Oh, like to work with? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, he's clearly smart and knows what he's doing, but he can sometimes just be demanding. Like, uh, you hear those stories a lot yeah. in Hollywood yeah. of just any kind of person. But, yeah, uh, like, this is also, like, a very rare instance of, like, a, a kid's scary movie that's, like, legitimately scary. Like, Coraline kind of comes yeah. to mind and different movies like that. But it, there's definitely... There could be something more with this movie that just didn't. Yeah, it it, it leaves you feeling like um like it was oh man this was almost good, like this was almost yeah good. Like, but you feel what you feel weird. There if if there was a little bit more time and if we saw the full story that Dan and Rob wanted to tell, it probably would be like a pretty solid movie, movie that we yeah. would. Well, they, uh, well, they write solid. I've never experienced something that was like Dan Harmon that I didn't thoroughly enjoy where i thoroughly felt like there was something good there was like character growth like yeah and, and normally it's like the same story of like a coward getting brave or a coward doing cowardly you know sure but those to me are the most like universal stories 
right? Because we're all afraid of something or some other thing. So that's what makes it good. I don't know. I feel like I'm just rambling about how much I like Dan Harmon yeah, and not about this movie. Yeah, like I, I was looking through his uh, uh, Wikipedia to see if there was like any uh, other thing that we're forgetting that he wrote. But he did ha- he did punch up Kung Fu Panda. Oh. Which, that's fun. Yeah. And he executive produced uh, Ian McShane's in Kung Fu Panda, and I forgot about that? Uh, I don't know. No, he is. Sure. Okay. I believe you. Do you do you have any thoughts on Ian McShane? <laughs> no, I don't think I know who that is. Oh. Is this, this, is, is this the time? Do I to know who that is? I think it would make our us a lot closer. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it after the podcast. Oh, that's I, fine. We, we don't really have time. But, mm, uh, that makes know, a lot of sense. We know we do have time uh, is to, to rate and review this. So uh, every every episode, we rate and review this on a scale from zero to five. Uh, you could be as uh, minute and specific with the decimal points as you mm. like. So, uh, Nate, starting with you, what, what do you think you'll be giving uh, Monster House today? 6.4. Uh, did you not hear that I just said zero to five? Nope. Sorry. Cool. 2.4. 3.4? Yeah, I think 3.4 is closer to... To 6. Point... <laughs> to 6. I, you, I don't know why I was like 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's usually how things go. But yeah, so like, uh, and do you have any kind of final thoughts about uh, Monster House? I think what saved it was how genuinely funny it was. Yeah. Like the best parts about it are the jokes in it. Like Fred, uh, I guess like the cast is really good. The cast deliver as well it was just like the, the weird writing it was bad it was not bad writing i wouldn't say it was just yeah. rushed it was definitely frankenstein writing i think like the the for me the the animation was pr- like pretty good but then i enjoyed times, it a I was lot. like this is so weird and the entire character of maggie joan hall's boyfriend played by jason lee yeah. i was like i don't know what's happening here yeah yeah i, like I liked him getting like killed his kill scene was cool yeah but they had then, to write they the had end. to write all of them in coming back alive yeah which uh, made it like again weird but whatever i don't uh, know but honestly that's I, how i, yeah, I think that's it whatever i'm right i think i'm right with you i think i'm i agree and i'm also gonna give monster house a 3.4 yeah so crunching the numbers we're giving monster house a 3.4, 3.4. which puts it uh in our ranking system right above high school musical and right below mary poppins which interesting. I this I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know either. Once usually when we do the rankings, it's like yeah, that checks out. And then no. once in a while, I'm like, what the fuck? But I feel like that's the perfect way for this movie. It's just like yeah, I guess. Yeah, f- that's it. Monster House. That's yeah, it. that's the that's your pull quote. Monster yeah. House. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's a tweet. Uh, but uh, Nate, thank you so much for coming on oh, the podcast. Thank you for having uh, me, Ross. Is there anything that you would like to plug or promote? Uh, I guess just I have a Instagram that I don't use that much. So fantastic! What is that? what's that handle? A not a, a at at yeah at at uh, a timeout. What is oh, my you Instagram? You don't remember it? Um, you know what? Follow you know uh, uh, rate and review us on iTunes and all that while uh, Nate is trying to get. Oh, uh, Nate dot C dot Jones. Great. I, I don't know if there was a because le- sometimes there's like an A Nate C Jones and sometimes it's Nate dot sure. C dot. I, so yeah, so uh, that's in the description of this episode. Give him a follow if you want to see him sometimes post about it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that that is all for today. We will hear you in a fortnight and go go gadget and show. <laughs>